Greetings and welcome to the long-awaited, highly anticipated episode number six 
of the Classical Guitar Composers Podcast. I am your host, Chris, speaking to you straight out of the past. I mean, technically it's out of the past because this is a podcast and it's not live. So perhaps you are listening, uh, maybe it's 2022. That'd be cool if my podcast is still alive in 2022 and somebody's listening to it. But anyway, in my current place in space and time, it's just a lovely Friday morning in October. Took the day off today from work. Uh, I'll tell you why in a minute. But I am very excited to be uh, putting this out. I know it's been quite a while uh, relative to how frequently I usually have been putting these out. Um, this one's been a while coming. But, you know, there's haven't been many submissions, so... At the rate that the submissions come, that will be the rate that the podcast comes. The piece you heard in the opening of the show today, Caprice in A Major by 1CH from Parts Unknown, written for guitar and string quartet. There's an example of something I've talked about in previous shows, um, where as long as the guitar is real, I'm fine with any uh, combination of other instruments and other ways of recording those. For example, in the piece that uh, opened the show today, that is an actual guitar being played, but the strings are sampled. And, uh, you know, I think it sounds pretty good. A real string quartet would be nice, but, uh, well, I certainly don't have the capacity to play all those. I actually used to play the violin, um, for a few years I played, I played pretty well, and then I kind of had to make a choice between violin and guitar, and, you know, that's an obvious choice, right? There just isn't enough time to practice everything. So if you're joining me for the first time, the Classical Guitar Composers Podcast, um, is a show that features original classical guitar compositions sent in by listeners. So if you have written a piece for the classical guitar and would like it to be heard by other classical guitarists and guitar enthusiasts, send me a recording, mp3, and I will play it on the show. It, it doesn't even have to be good. Now, I've not had any submissions yet that aren't good, <laughs> but... As long as it's a good recording, uh, your piece will be heard. The only rule is it uh, features classical guitar in some capacity, and that that guitar is a real, gu- real guitar, not a sampled guitar, or certainly I don't want a finale file or something like that. All right. I have two grievances to air. All right. First one. Utah Classical Guitar Society. Find another free stock photo for your Guitar Festival 2018, which is now over by the time I got around to doing this podcast. But I keep seeing the logo for the Classical the classical Guitar Composers podcast popping up in all these advertisements. I'm like, hey, what is this? Uh, no, no, no. It's not recognition of my podcast. It's just they decided to use the exact same free stock photo that I found. And... Uh, 
I, I just want to say, Utah Classical Guitar Society. Find a different one. I've claimed this one. All right. Second, second grievance has absolutely nothing to do with this show, but I only have one submission this week. I've got to fill some time. John, my friend John, <clears throat> in April this year or so, I don't know, was it April, March, early this year, sends a sends a message to me and, and a bunch of friends, all right? Those are my friends from high school, you know, old friends. And, hey, you guys want to go see Ozzy Osbourne in October? And, uh, you know, maybe, yeah, well, you know, then I look at ticket prices. No, thanks, John. Not interested. And then John says, come on, come on, guys, it'll be fun. Essentially, John talks our entire group into going to Ozzy Osbourne. And let's just say, that, that, you, know, you know, I hey, love classical guitar. I love a lot of other music, too. And I like Ozzy Osbourne. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Ozzy Osbourne fan. I saw Ozzy Osbourne 18 years ago, and it was the the summer of 2000. And I remember thinking, "Man, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna be playing much longer." <laughs> so I did not feel that the price necessarily was uh, going to be worth it. But good old John, you know. Wants to get the group together for a, a fun hoorah, you know, that we haven't done in years. And so so we all succumb and buy these expensive Aussie tickets way back early this year. And then John says about two weeks ago, so the, the concert was last night. And John says about two weeks ago, hey, uh, I can't go. I have a work dinner. What? A work dinner. So anyway, John's out. Sells his tickets. Another friend, Jake, sends me a text yesterday. Says he's cold. Because it was cold and uh, rainy here yesterday, all day, and last night. Concert was outside, in the rain. It was a blast. Well, Jake, Jake was too cold. Didn't go. Another friend, Sione, had a baby. As if that's a reason not to go. So, <laughs> just me and my wife. And, uh, no, actually that's not true because Jake gave away his tickets to um, one of my former guitar students who came and enjoyed it very much. Nonetheless, had a good time. Concert was much better than I was anticipating. And uh, I had requested the day off from work um, in advance. And so here I am finding myself with time to do my podcast. Finally. I also, uh, I'm happy to say I got Ozzy Osbourne to, uh, you know, I said, Hey, Hey man, can you, can you record a little something for my podcast? So here it is. Hello, I'm Ozzy Osbourne and you're listening to the, the cla classical guitar, guitar, oh, stupid show this is what kind of who the is Chris Hales I've never heard of this man there you go thank you Mr. Osborne Ozzy did not feature any Francisco Taraga or 
anything of that nature at his recital yesterday. But nonetheless, had a good time. Okay, so anyway, I had forgotten to say earlier that if you submit a piece to the Classical Guitar Composers podcast, um, you can also submit any information you would like to include with that piece that you would like me to read on the podcast, and any links um, that you provide you know, to your website or to your where people can purchase your music um, will be... Uh, those links will be posted on uh, <clears throat> this show's this show's page at uh, com. And that brings us to the portion of the show that uh, uh, you probably should have just fast-forwarded to from the beginning, uh, the reason we are all here and listening. So, as I said, today we have one submission. Um... Uh, make sure you have got your iced tea ready. Um, I'm recording in the morning. I'm not drinking iced tea today. Not this time. I'm having a nice warm cup of joe, and it's delicious. Not quite iced tea delicious, but almost as good. All right, today we are featuring a prelude submitted by Andrew Aylward. Um, and uh, this is a great little prelude. Um and Andrew left a very nice review on iTunes, which I really appreciate. And I would ask uh, anyone who enjoys this show and listens through iTunes um, to, if you like the show, please leave a positive review. Um, it will help this show grow. It helps um, the show get found in uh, searches and things of that nature. Um, and so if you enjoy the show and would like to see it continue, that's something you can do to help, and I would much appreciate it. Okay. So, um, Andrew, let's see. So Andrew uh, says, I have studied guitar for years and more recently have tried my hand at writing some small pieces. Um, and so he has submitted this one. He says, this prelude is short, pretty straightforward. Uh, excuse me. This prelude is a short pretty straightforward piece for solo guitar in ABA form. It is largely in natural minor, but contains elements of the Phrygian and Dorian modes. If anyone is interested in the score or audio file, it can be found at the links that I, am, I Chris, am going to be posting on the ClassicalGuitarComposers.com website, which will be up by the time this podcast is available to you. So they're already there. Remember, I'm speaking to you from the past. So once again, this is Prelude for Guitar by Andrew Aylward.
And there it is. We have just heard Prelude for Guitar by Andrew Aylward. Thank you, Andrew. As always, it is very much appreciated anytime someone submits a piece. And so thank you very much, Andrew. Great piece. You know, some of you guys have uh, who've been sending in pieces, you're too humble. Um, these pieces have been great. Uh, people are enjoying them, and um, there's no need to be shy about sending them in. Um, this is not an academic podcast, and uh, you know, I I I have been enjoying listening to these guitar pieces because a lot of uh, the music that was written today, um, I I just feel like um, in the academic world, it, it is stuck in this um, atonal hole. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I like a little atonal music, you know, it can be cool. Uh, you know, serialism can be cool for a minute, but holy crap, I, it's a hundred years old. You know, let's stop talking as if this is modern music. Um, and so I find the music that is coming into this podcast very refreshing and, um, musically interesting. I don't understand, uh, Here's something I don't understand. When I go to a recital, I enjoy the recital more if there is a variety of eras being represented in the recital. For example, you know, I like to go and I like when they play a little Baroque, a little Renaissance, a little Romantic, something modern, something uh, 20th century. I like the variety. Um, I do not care for guitar recitals where one era is represented unless it's like you know we're, we're doing a Bach night that's that's fine <laughs> but uh yeah I, I I don't enjoy it as much when it's like okay we're, we're just gonna play we're just gonna blast your ears and your patience to death with um dissonance and uh, it's just and so I don't enjoy and maybe it's just me I don't think it's just me but uh, I don't enjoy, I, I enjoy the variety. I don't enjoy when it's one thing. And so as a composer, I don't understand why so many composers compose in one fashion, basically. Um, I don't understand those who compose only atonal music, particularly. Um, I, I just, it doesn't, uh, well, it doesn't make sense to me. I like to try my hand. I'm not going to say I do it well, but I like to try my hand at writing in a Baroque style. I like to try my hand at writing, um, you know, maybe taking on a classical piece in classical form. And, you know, it's kind of cool, like, you know, when, when people use those old forms, but they use more modern harmonies and techniques and stuff, like uh, Ponce with his Romantic Sonata and the Classical Sonata whatnot. But why not? try to write a style that would actually, f or excuse me, why not write a piece that would completely fit into a, an era? I just think that's a fun exercise. And, and as I've mentioned on this podcast many times before, uh, this, the standard repertoire of guitar is not as strong as it is for some other instruments. I'm sorry, it's not. Uh, we have some great pieces. We have some great composers. Um, but I, I feel particularly that the repertoire is weak in the classical era. You know, Sor and Giuliani were really more romantic composers, somewhat 
uh, throwing back a little bit. Um, and there just there really isn't that much. So I, I think what we have is good, but um, there's always room for more. And just as a composer, I don't I don't understand. Um, I don't know how you could get satisfaction out of always trying to write in this academic vein. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'm just tired of atonal music. I really am. It's seriously like get over it, people. It is not modern. It's a hundred years old, and uh, I am really enjoying the pieces that are coming into this podcast a lot more than some of the stuff that's out there. But that's not to say I don't uh, care for, you know, late 20th century guitar music uh, and some of the current stuff today. There's, there's plenty of good stuff. I, I just get tired of the, the atonal stuff particularly. But uh, no, one of my absolute favorite composers is uh, Carlo Domeniconi. Um, if anyone's familiar with his work, a living composer. Absolutely amazing. His music gets quite out there sometimes but it's interesting so that's not to say don't ever uh, send in something atonal if you have written an atonal piece for guitar i would love to hear it i'd love to hear it i'd love to feature it on this program um <laughs> after that little rant uh i would like variety and that's that's uh where that's coming from um i i wrote a uh 12 tone piece, you know, we like when I was in like 20th century theory in college, and I think it was actually a really cool piece. Um, <laughs> I still pull it out and play it sometimes, you know. So I'm not saying that that can't be enjoyed. I just don't understand the the need to live in that all the time. Um, I'd feature that uh, piece on this podcast, except it wasn't written for guitar, so it does not qualify for this podcast. Maybe one day I will arrange it for guitar. Maybe next October, if I still have a podcast, because it was kind of a, a very... I've talked about my love of horror movies on the show before. Well, it was a very horror movie-inspired piece. And um, dang it, I should have arranged it for guitar and featured it for this October podcast. But if I am still... If my podcast is still alive in one year from now, that's what we'll do. We'll have a Halloween episode, and I'll somehow make that piece work on guitar. <laughs> okay. Thank you again, Andrew Aylward, for sharing uh, your prelude with us today. Um, thank you, everybody who is listening. Remember to visit www.classicalguitarcomposers.com uh, to get information about today's music, uh, links, and any other show as well, any other episode. And uh, you can also follow the Classical Guitar Composers Podcast on Facebook. Uh, just look for the Classical Guitar Composers Podcast. And if you are following uh, the podcast on Facebook, you will get alerts when a new show is out. So I'd like to wish you all a great day, a happy Halloween. Remember, I know it's tough out there, but keep on plucking.